This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to podcast episode 288. We are the Fight Disciples uh, and this one is dedicated uh, to the world of mixed martial arts. Mainly UFC but we do talk about other stuff on here as well. Uh, and you can subscribe to this via iTunes. If you need an Android feed, you can get it on our website, fightdisciples.com, and we're all over social media, at Fight Disciples on Facebook and Twitter, at The Fight Disciples on Instagram. Plus, get on our YouTube channel and subscribe to it, uh, because we've got a few videos going up there in the not-too-distant future, uh, which will involve mixed martial artists and boxers as well, uh, and it's all on there, at Fight Disciples is what you're looking for on our YouTube. Where do you stand on bare-knuckle fighting? I've seen so much correspondence. Do you know something? It's created so much debate on our social media over the last yeah. seven days, especially. It's just blown up. It's gone crazy. Well, literally, like Artem Lobov's face is what yeah. it's blown up like, mate. Um, at the weekend, I was watching, obviously, the Artem stuff all last week with Paulie, all at the weekend because there was no fights, and I thought, go on, I'll give this a bit of a fucking nosy. I'll get stuck into it. And all I saw were Weatherspoons. Yeah. That's all I saw. And I thought to myself, is there any skill in this? No. This is basically an avenue for lads that have not made it in boxing, lads that have not made it in mixed martial arts to try and stay relevant. That's it. Yeah, That's what have, it is. Just have a slab of knocker. And then when you have the guy who owns Burnuckle Boxing to come out and say, that guy didn't fight, so I'm keeping half of his purse and all that type of stuff. Because he was running. I thought to myself, right, it is literally just kicking out time at Weatherspoons yep. is what it is. What I didn't understand is, before we come on to the Artem and um, the Artem fight was that, and Jason Knight, was that the guy came out, the president or whatever he was, and he said, it was the fight, a couple of fights before, wasn't it, or whatever, and he said, listen, I, he's not getting his, give me the mic, he's not getting paid, it half was, his money's going to the other guy because you were running away. I'm going to slag off people that have been giving it the big one on WrestleMania in a minute, but it would have bit Vince McMahon, weren't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Give yeah. me the mic, of course. Give me the mic, and I'm going to tell you how it yeah. is. And trying to get trying to get a cheap uh, cheer yeah. out to the crowd, like he's not getting paid. He was running. There wasn't enough blood and guts. I was like, yeah, but okay. Well, my argument to that is, why have you designed a fucking big ten foot wide circle ring then? Yeah. If you don't want people to run, yeah. make it make it half the size. Yeah, it's fucking massive. Phone box it. It's big as an octagon. It's yeah. ridiculous. So, he's a complete cock, that guy. I don't, I don't know who he is. I've never heard of him before. <laughs> That's what I love about this show, right? If you've never tuned into it before, Nick will just give anybody shit, yeah, irrelevant man, of who they are. He's a cock. Don't know who he is. He's a complete cock. That promotion, and with him at the helm, will be short-lived. You know, this is Yamapith fighting all over again. It'll be gone by the end of the year. And I just don't understand what people get out of it. Like, okay, listen... Listen, when when we when we see Justin Gaethje fight, we're fucking wanking over ourselves because he's always in brilliant fights. Yeah, and more often than not, the fucking rock 'em sock 'em robot jobs. But watching two guys fucking literally take years off each other's life with no gloves on, you su- suddenly becomes barbaric, doesn't it? It goes back to like fucking early Roman days. Like, what's next? Weapons? You're gonna have weapons in there next? Shields and fucking swords and. You know, staffs with big spikes on the end. Is that where we're going? Because that's kind of what it felt like at the end of this fight. Because you're right, neither Artem Lobov or Jason Knight had any tactics going in there. They weren't basing it off a jab. They weren't using footwork. They were just loading the fuck up with every punch. And they were just trying to do damage on each other. And they did loads of damage on each other because you will. Because there's no gloves there to protect them. 
Now, gloves, people think gloves are there to protect the face. Yeah, they are in some ways, but in most ways, your gloves are there to protect hands. your hands. Yeah. It's 27 bones in a hand. You know what I mean? That's 54 bones. I'll tell you what. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Matt, like that? Yeah, that's good maths. I did A-level maths. Um, it wouldn't be It's so- nothing to do with you running a clinic that takes care of these types of things. Of course. <laughs> the, I believe that both of these guys come out of that with multi... Never mind the faces covered in cuts and fucking everything else. Like, Jason Knight looked like Chucky. He looked like Chuck, the doll Chucky with all the scars. But I guarantee both their hands were busted up as well. They won't even be able to lift a fucking coffee cup this week. Never mind anything else. Ridiculous. And I just... My my desire to see great fights, my desire to see wars, my de- desire to see people getting knocked out, I feel like there's been a line in the sand and this is beyond the line. Like I, yeah. I don't know whether I'm prepared to cross the line to see this kind of thing. This is, this is gypsies in fairgrounds fucking 100 years ago. This it doesn't feel like a sport for 2019. And the problem is, because most, most of the boxing websites haven't really jumped on it as much as the MMA. We've not really jumped on but it. But MMA fighting, MMA junkies, you know, some of the premier MMA resources are fucking all over this shit, like clickbaiting the life out of it. Yep. And I'm like, you're legitimizing it. You're basically pulling this in to, to be MMA. You're going, okay, this is part of the MMA family. And that's just going to get... Mate, it's going to take it MMA backwards. Like, I bet you Dana White in the UFC are pissed that two guys that are both builders, former UFC fighter, are in fights like this getting the kind of attention this is getting, the faces especially getting the kind of attention. And the MMA, everyone's talking about it. It feels like it's being pulled together and it's just a case of people going, okay, well, why is this happening in 2019? Why is this legal? Why This probably was unsanctioned. I'd, I'd be surprised if this... Because, to, one, to be able to take cut a guy's piercing off because you didn't like the way he fights, that's some bullshit. You can, no state would be would allow that. Mm-hmm. Surely that can't be locked down in a contract. And two, I don't, just seeing two guys knock shite out of each other. But then you've also legitimised it because you've got Dan Miragliotta as the referee, who's a UFC referee on a weekly yeah. basis. And you've got Stitch Duran, who's my mate. Stitch is my pal. And he's there working the corners. Stitch is probably the most famous cut man in all the sports. Well, so he's needed. He's needed at this fucking, fucking thing, mate. When he was patching up Jason Knight, I'm thinking, is Stitch even... A, is he in the back of his... Because Stitch is... Listen, Stitch is my, a good friend of mine. Wrote a column for me for many years. We've got a cracking relationship. In Stitch's mind, is he thinking, what, what the fuck, fuck am I doing here? What have I signed up to here? Yeah, yeah. Like Sometimes the money's just not worth it. And legitimising a sport like that by having those people involved and getting the media attention that it is getting, where is this thing going? That's my concern. Just mm. looked a bit too much for me. Look at the, with all due respect, there's, don't get me wrong, there's guys in there that have achieved wonderful things in fight sports. Paul is involved with it. He's a former world champion. You look at um, Brad Pickett, him, him being involved with it. Uh, elite level. Different promotion, that, by the way, but yeah. Yeah, but Brad's he's, he's, in a, the UK version. But, but he's yeah, involved. Of course, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just thinking, but we're talking about guys that are now retired. I was going to say. They've gone. Malinashi's been embarrassed in boxing and he can't box anymore because he's been embarrassed because he's so far far past his career peak. Yeah. So this is the only way he goes. Is this what he's got to do? Exactly. And then you look at people like Artem Lobov. You only know Artem Lobov's fucking name because of Conor McGregor. Mm -hmm. That's fact. He, he, He didn't do anything really. In the world of mixed martial arts, no. you look at all the he guys. Never have, that he co- would never have got in the UFC if he wasn't Connor's mate. You look at all the guys that are competing, and listen. If you're making a walk to go for a scrap, you've got my respect in mate immediately because it takes yeah. a massive set of bollocks to do it. I'm just thinking from a fan's point of view, and exactly what you've just said there, it doesn't feel like a 2019 sport. You go to the 
you go to the boxing, you can appreciate all different styles of boxing, whether it be, like you've said, back foot counter punching, whether it's someone who's coming forward and chucking down, whatever it may be, there's loads of different styles and loads of different ways to be able to win. There's loads of different nuances within the realm of boxing. Mixed martial arts, exactly the same. Styles, I know it's an old cliche, but styles make fights. Can a wrestler beat a striker? Can a guy that is a black belt Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy take down uh, that striker in order to... Gets exactly, yep. and do it. There's loads of different little bits within that that I'm fascinated by. Watching this at the weekend, I'm thinking, what the fuck is this? Yeah. It's just two guys two pe- looks egged like two, on by the mates. Two piss heads outside a that's pub. What it, that's what it feels the, like. The problem is, yes, if I'm, if I'm sitting in a pub but the deeper thing is... And someone goes to me, two fellas in the car park having a punch-up date. I ain't going to go, well, I'm not interested in that. Of course I'm going to go, wait, oh. let's have a look. Yeah. Because so you look just, out the window, just in you. you see it's a lot of bullshit and you go, I'll oh, sit down and fucking crack on that. But the deeper line root is of this is that I personally believe that this that this thing, this burn th- uh, fighting thing, is taking advantage of the, the fighter flame that doesn't go out of these exactly. fighters yes. and puts them on platforms, promises them a platform that they shouldn't be at no more. Giving them a platform? Yeah, leave it. They've gone. Jason Knight's got more attention from this fight than he ever had in his entire UFC career. Maybe Artem Lobov as well. That's the worrying thing, because they're not going to walk away now. Lobov's talking, they're talking about Lobov fighting Malinaji in 30 days. Yeah, yeah. He's fighting him in June, 22nd, I think it is. Is that what it is? I think that's the date. I might have got that wrong, but I saw June 22nd. The, The problem is... Is there a governing body? There is no, sorry, there is no governing body looking after this sport, looking after Artem Lobov's health to go, listen, you've got to go and see a doctor, right? You ain't fighting again for fucking four months with them cuts, with them busted up hands. But is he going to turn down a fight with Art, with Pauli Malinaji no. in June? Of course no. he isn't. No. He'll get cortisone injections in his hands so he can't feel his hands. Probably had them before this fight. His face won't have fully recovered. And he's going in there with a, he's a complete novice boxer. He's going in there with a the former world champion in Malinaji, albeit Malinaji's fucking over the 10 end. years over the hill anyway. You're right. The, the problem is you give, you, you've hit the nail on the head. Giving fighters past their best a platform. And unfortunately, the fighters themselves don't care about the long-term effects of what they're doing. Because the flame's not going out. No. You ask them to do something, of course they're going to fight. They're fighting men. This, this is, is what... bone on bone. Yeah. Bone on bone. Hand against skull. I, it, it it just feels barbaric. If and there was no, from what I'd seen from that card, and I'd seen a bit of the, I'd seen some clips of Brad Pickett the other week as well. There's just it, it's all about because it's bone on bone. It's all about winging in that big shot. It's about landing that one big shot to knock the guy out, mm. to smash that cranium, to bust his face up. And you, you, if you do that with no padding on your hands, basically you're saying I'm gonna, I'm going to break my hand. To, to, to knock face. you out, to, <laughs> to break your face. Yeah. I'm willing to smash my hand to break your face. But the long-term implications of that, there's no protection here. There's no medical counsel. There's no governing body. There's nobody here looking out for the fighters. Fighters will fight. And in some ways, I'm like, who am I to say Artem Lobov or Jason Knight shouldn't make a living in fight sports? Because I, because I don't think they can make it in MMA because they can't make it in boxing. Should I go, well, then you, you shouldn't have an avenue then go and get a job in a bank. At the end of the day, these guys are grown men. They can make these decisions. Yeah, but we, as fans, have a choice exactly as to whether to like it or not. Exactly. And I think fans... And I'm out. Fight fans need to kind of go, is this what you want to see? You want to see people bone on bone, smashing people's skulls, breaking up hands? I'm telling you now, that fight between Jason Knight and Artem Lobov, that takes years off your life. It does. Mm. I don't care what you say. 
that takes years off your life. Especially if you're going back in in 30 days' time to fight Paulie Mallon, has you? It, 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 just, it just doesn't feel... Mm. It feels absolutely wrong. And then, listen, when MMA first emerged 25 years ago, it was kind of like the Wild West. Yeah, but, MMA but it's a totally different sport now. But MMA would never have got to where it is today without bringing in regulation, without bringing in rule sets, without qualifying through certain state governing bodies, Agreed. without you know bringing in all this support system and medical system. Now it's fucking, you know, probably safer than boxing in a lot of ways. But when you've got someone like that guy who jumped on the mic, who's like, yeah, he didn't fucking engage, so I'm taking half his money. When you've got cocks like that running things like this, it, it just felt like, to me, it was like a fucking redneck hillbilly bullshit. On the biggest stage. No, you're right. Just on that, because we mentioned Brad's name a couple of times there. Do you think Curtis Woodhouse knew who <laughs> Brad Pickett was when he started uh, a little bit of Twitter beef with him? Do you think Brad Pickett knew Curtis Woodhouse was when he started Twitter beef with him? No, nah, I don't think either of them knew who either <laughs> of them were. They're just two geezers that fancy a bit of a knock. Yeah. That's what it is, isn't it? Brad seems quite happy to fight him in bare knuckle, but, but, but Curtis seems quite adamant that they need to fight on his fucking driveway next week. Or last week, it, it it's weird, and the problem is, again, Curtis no longer relevant in boxing anymore. Was Commonwealth champion, I think. I think he lost British the, British champion yeah. lost it to Derry Matthews, I think. Or you know, and he had that amazing football career before. Yeah. And the, the, the stuff, the fairy tale played out. Curtis's Curtis's book is done. It's finished. He's trying to extend it. He's trying to extend his fighting career by calling out Brad Pickett because it probably will end up in a bare knuckle boxing ring somewhere, and they'll probably both get a couple of grand for it. But in the greater scheme of life, in terms of your legacies, in terms of your own personal health, is it worth it? Is it worth it? How much are these guys getting paid? I don't know. The fact that Stitch is there and Big Dan's there, you and didn't got, imply that there's dough. There's dough. There's obviously dough in this crazy redneck fucking ring. There's obviously dough there, but. It's just, I don't know. It's weird, man. Mm. It, it, it just felt gladiatorial. It feels like that guy sits ringside, fucking thumb up or thumb down. It's very Caesar, isn't it? Yeah, man. Mm. It's wrong. Whilst whilst we're on Twitter beefs uh, between uh, Curtis and uh, One Punch, Connor and Khabib have been going a little bit uh, back and forth this week, haven't they? Yeah, man. Far too far. Way too far. Way too far. Refreshing to see the UFC step in and say, lads, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I just think once you start fucking taking the piss out of faith and all that kind of stuff, especially in the climate it is today, you know, you're just asking for trouble, man. What was Connor thinking? Mm. You know, he thought he was being funny, but he wasn't being funny. And then Khabib obviously comes back with a similar personal, not faith related, but a personal attack on his, on his spouse and all that. You just think, fucking hell, boys, come on. Is this where we are? You know, this... And I'm, I'm like you, I'm glad the UFC come out and went, fuck this, no chance, you aren't, aren't going down that road. Mm. And But I think the UFC need to match them up quick and match them up in opposite directions. I think it'd be wrong for Khabib and Connor to fight next because of the shitstorm that's just gone on and the shitstorm that went down in Las Vegas last year. They need both matching up right now and go, right, you're over there and you're over there, so you don't want to talk about each other no more. Mm. That's the only way to sort it. Retirement lasted two weeks, by the way. <laughs> yeah, 10 days, wasn't it? Something like that. Ten days. Put it on the bottom of a tweet. I'll see you in the octagon soon, lads. Yeah. If only. If only. Um, right. I want to talk USADA. We'll do USADA because I'm, I'm, I'm holding back my WrestleMania rant. I'm going to go USADA first of all. Uh, yep. USADA uh, have whacked a lifetime ban on Ruslan uh, Magomedov. People will remember him 
in the heavyweight division. I think he's had three fights in the UFC, done extremely well. He looks uh, an half-decent fighter, doesn't he? Um, but he's basically 95% juices the kid. I was reading on his report of the type of drugs that he's been popped for. Fucking hell, name a steroid, pull it out of thin air, and it's in that kid's body. Absolutely whacked. Now, the reason why he's been... A lot of people have come to me this week on social media saying, well, one rule for him, one rule for John Jones. Well, hang on a minute. Read the Ruslan Magomedov um, actual uh, release and the, the, the transcripts of what he's actually done. And you'll probably go, yeah, fair enough, that one deserves a lifetime ban. He's been popped for every bloody drug under the sun, a cocktail of uh, steroids. Um, and then when they've, this on multiple occasions this is, and then on the third occasion of them trying uh, to take a sample for him, he's told them to fuck off. <laughs> nah, lads, you're not testing me. Well, hang on a minute, mate, right? You failed two tests. You kind of need to do this to prove to us that you're legit and sticking to our rules. Nah, boys, I'm not completing that. I'm out of here. So you sort of turned around and said, well, you can't fight yeah. in mixed martial arts Without being tested. if you're refusing to be tested. So they've, they've chucked a lifetime ban on him. Yep. yep. I just wish they got a little bit more stringent with guys that they actually catch one, two, three, four times for getting popped yeah. rather than someone that's just refused to be tested. Yeah, but... What do you mean, yeah, but... Well, if, basically, if you refuse to be tested, yeah. you're on the juice. Right. Which, he, listen, mate, it's, easy no, to make that it's irrelevant of him refusing to be tested. His previous tests tell you that he's on the juice. Yeah. He's, he's basically a walking, talking pharmacy, is yeah. what the kid time, is. Yeah. So therefore, they knew that he was on the gear. He's had his wrist slapped once, he's had his wrist slapped twice, and because he refused to be tested, they chucked him out. I just wish that if you had your wrist slapped at once, wrist slapped twice, that would be the point where they go, right, you've pissed us off now, jog on. Two and you're out. Well, that's my thought process. Everybody can make a mistake first time round. You get done the second time, that's the time to go. Yeah, but I understand why people are, are making that connection with John Jones because he's been done more than what, more than twice. Yes. But obviously we're talking pictograms now and no. You know, oh, hang on a minute. We're only talking floating. we're only talking about pictograms <laughs> your eyeballs floating. You're only talking pictograms of late. Ask yourself how the pictograms got there in the first place. Of course. It's because he was on the gear. Yeah, he might not have done the gear maybe for a year or so, according to this science, but the pictogram, was he wasn't born with the pictogram in there, was he? It got there because he put it into his body. And with all due respect, that was on a multiple occasion. He's yeah. been done for coke, he's been done for PEDs, he's yeah. been done for all sorts. And people obviously have flagged that up this week. However, I stand by the fact that uh, Magomedov's case is uh, very, very different to John Jones with him refusing to be tested. Yeah, he hasn't fought since 2015. He's been he's been banned twice back to back, and then obviously this the straw that broke the camel back. He'll pop up on some Russian promotion next month. Oh, you worry about he's, it. he's in bare knuckle fighting next week, mate. <laughs> exactly, he's having a yeah. knock with Paulie Malinaji, <laughs> roided out of his tits. <laughs> Surprised he didn't rock up at uh, WrestleMania last night, which gets me going right because this is my yearly rant, lads. You follow mixed martial arts; it's proper fighting. There's guys out there that have trained years and years and years. To, to perfect the arts of whether it be karate, taekwondo, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, wrestling, boxing, whatever it may be. Wrestling. Wrestlemania <laughs> is basically... It shouldn't be on Sky Sports. This is where it gets confusing yeah, for people. me too. It shouldn't Completely be on agree. Sky Sports. No. It is basically... It should be on Sky One. It is theatre. It's drama. It's theatre with a bit of sweating. That's basically what it is. It's drama. However, fully grown adults, blokes, one, making the trip out there to go and watch this nonsense in the MetLife Stadium where it were uh, at the weekend, 
what are you doing with yourself? Surely you've got better things to be spending your money on, right? Then, the dudes that are staying up all night paying a pay-per-view to watch this theatre play out. What are you doing, lads? Get on Tinder. Get yourself a bird. What's the matter with you? Come on. You're better than this. You're better than it. The worst case is when I click on my social media timeline in the morning. Monday morning after WrestleMania is always the worst time for me because I follow a lot of mixed martial arts journalists, guys in, in the States and all that, right? who I respect when it comes to talking about MMA. They break great stories. They, I get a lot of sources of information as to what's happening in this world. However, my feed on a Monday morning, I'm checking it, I'm thinking to myself, I don't give a fuck what bloody Ronda Rousey's been up to in bloody WrestleMania or whatever it may be. Come on, boys, eh? Even even DC- Brett the Hitman Hart's been tackled by a fan. It's not fucking real. <laughs> Leave it out, Exactly. Man. Wasn't that part of the script? Wasn't that fun? Well, I think it is. I thought it was a part of it. But then some geezer who's a wrestler smacks him in the face and everybody's going crazy for it. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> stick it on Sky One. Stick it on Sky Arts. Yeah, man. And I'll be all right with it. Sky One. It, it, it should be. It's even on the Sky Sports app. Can you believe that shit? You can choose wrestling on the Sky Sports app. It's just fucking weird. It, it's weird because when you say Bret Hart, I get it. Mate, I was 12. I fucking oh, used to love the Hart Foundation. We all had the shades. Bret Hart with the shades, the anvil with the pointy That's beard it, and all mate. that shit. That's it. The fucking Legion of Doom, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. I was in. Sean Michaels rocked up at this mate, thing, you know. I, I saw it on my Twitter. Sean Michaels, fucking hell, lad. How long have you been going? Honest. Wait, Kurt Angle fought on this. Kurt Angle is 79 years of age. Wow. And he fought on this fucking WrestleMania. I'm telling you. It's unbelievable. Listen, that's testament to how great he is as an athlete that he can even do this shit anymore. But it is what it is. They're all roided up to the gills and they're all playing a part. It's like, I've seen these, Daniel Cormier, the UFC heavyweight champion, put on his Twitter, ha ha, uh, Brock got beat. No, no, he didn't. He didn't get beat. He oh, followed he? the script. That's what he did. Yeah, well, yeah, sorry. He didn't get, I'm like, didn't he? I didn't watch it. I he don't didn't know. get beat. He followed the script that was given to him pre-fight. Oh, not even a fight! It's not even a fight, man! <laughs> Pre-event. Pre-bout. It's like, mm. I was so, so much, like I said on social media last night, people were in tailgates and various things like that, enjoying themselves and uh, the event and all that type of stuff. Having legit conversations of how they think, oh, is, is, yeah, but is she good enough to beat such and such a body? Is she good enough to... Lads, why are you fucking bothered? It's a shot, you go into a shot. You don't do that when you're going to go and watch Oliver at West End, do you? Yeah. You know what I mean? You kind of know how this is all going to play out in the yep. end. Absolutely. Titanic, the ship fucking goes down, right? You yeah. don't have that discussion in the in the in the way up to the cinema, do you going, oh, I wonder how this is gonna end. What do you reckon about this? What if it doesn't hit the iceberg? It's gonna hit the fucking iceberg. You know what's gonna go down. <laughs> Jeez. It's very weird. It's listen, why have we got such why are we so angst about it then? Why do you think it upsets us? Because so it's much? not because it's not real. And and I think and people it's not sport. But I think people who are gr- adults, most of them you'd like to think, no, it's not real. So why do they go? Why it makes them go from all the way from the UK to WrestleMania to sit fucking? I seen a pal of yours, yeah. Sam, who, who's produced the, our show. Yeah, he was about a mile away from yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. ring as well. Exactly. So why has he gone all the way there to WrestleMania to sit there to watch something that's staged? Because he's a fanny. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's done it. Fuck's sake. And I've told him several occasions, what are you doing with your life, you, mate? Come on. Fucking weird. Why didn't you, why? I said to him. Weird. But you want to go to New York? Bin that off. Come with me to Amir Khan. Yeah, yeah. Bin that off. And he's like, oh, no, it's on, it's on the it's on the bucket list. I've got to go. I've got to go. 
It's on the bucket list. When you were 12? Yeah, mate. Go the fuck up. Do you know my bucket list when I was 12? Married three times. Honestly, I wanted to be married three times. That Why? was on my bucket list. Why? When I was a kid, I used to go on about it all the time. I used to say to him, I want to have three managers I'm going to have. Why? I'm going to have three managers. As well as a Beano printing machine. And he had all this other shit. I've got this fucking thing I wrote in juniors. And it's we've still got it on the wall in ours. And I, the, the, there's your wife's in that you want to get married three times. Yeah, she Does she knows know that the clock it. is ticking. She she's knows. on her way out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And but being a fucking professional wrestler was probably on that list. You know, walking out next to the Ultimate Fighter was probably on the list. Do you yeah. know why? Because yeah. I was eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so was at some stage, my balls dropped. I grew some hair on them. I drank some beer, and I fucking grew the fuck up. I paid some taxes. Yeah. And I grew the fuck up. I just, I just don't get. Why grown men are still there? Is it a child? Is it a childhood thing? Is it like a mummy didn't hold me enough thing? I don't know. Was it breastfed? I don't get it. I don't. I, mummy I didn't hold it. me enough. Yeah, exactly. It's this. This shit's pay per view as well. <laughs> mummy didn't hold me enough. <laughs> is that what it is? It is. It's pay per view. People are it's paying fucking, fucking hard earned cash to watch this you shit. to watch it. And I'd seen uh, someone else on guy who runs UFC. The guy who runs UFC Fight Pass. Yeah. Fucking, I seen his Twitter saying, "Yeah, I, I, I pissed off after last year. You know, it's four, it's a four-hour show now. It's just not as good as it was, and the storylines are becoming repetitive." Yeah, how many times can fucking someone get a steel chair out and smash it over someone's head or whatever it may be? Of course, the storylines are repetitive. It is what it is. You win the belt this week, and I'll win it back next week, and then somewhere in the middle, I'll have a go at him, and he can have a go at her. Fucking hell, it's mad, it's mad, and yet. As a pay-per-view model, well, now it's it's all WWE Fight Pass or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It makes fucking millions and millions and millions of dollars. It does. We're, maybe we're the ones. Maybe we're. But yeah, maybe, maybe we, we are. And I've no doubt our social media feed now, when this uh, episode is out, we will be inundated with uh, fight disciples that are calling us a set of twats uh, yeah. because uh, they love it. Yeah, because, because they love it because they're in there, big babies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some proper stuff. Yeah, because we've, thought, kind of got, we've gone from one extreme to the other here. We've been at bare knuckle. We don't like that. We've been at wrestling. We've, we too, we've grew up. We're too yeah, old for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're not. We're not. We're too mature for bare knuckle. Hang on, right, then, and we're too. Hang on. I haven't finished with the stuff I don't like yet. Okay. Chael Sonnen's still fighting. Fuck yeah. Um Bellator is he fighting um, Machida? Machida. Machida against Chael Sonnen, June fourteenth in Bellator. Now that's the bit I'm going to throw shade on for Bellator. Bellator London. It's actually fucking sound. Yeah. Are you not making a comment on that? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good card. One of my favourites is in there. Gegard Mousasi. Good card. We've got uh, young James Gallagher coming to London. Yeah. So if you're into your mixed martial arts and you're looking for a little bit of a, an introduction to MMA, this could be something quite decent to get your hands on. Get yourself a ticket for that. It's not bad. It's a good card. Hmm? But apparently the winner of Mousasi versus Sonnen is going to fight. Uh, Mousasi's taking on for Chael Sonnen. So Chael Sonnen against fucking... Machida is not fighting Gega Musashi. The winner fights Musashi. That's bullshit. Honest to God. I'm telling you. Sorry, it's just it. gone bullshit again. Um, Jimmy Rivera's taking on Petty Yan. You know what I feel about Petty Yan in the Benson Weight division. That's at UFC 238. That's all signed, sealed, delivered. Baby, I'm yours. I think he's the biggest threat to, the, uh, to that particular division, Petty Yan. Yep. Hopefully he comes through this fight. It's a great fight. Dead excited about it. Now, let's not fucking about, shall Jimmy's we? Jimmy's got a fight as well. Jimmy Manawa. Jimmy uh, Manor was yep. fighting Alexander Rakic. Did we not say in that Sweden? last week in Sweden? Oh, I don't think so. 
I knew he was going to Stockholm. So we've got three. There's three. There's Sweden now has three light heavyweights: Gustafsson, Anthony so Smith, boys, yeah. Belter, yeah. Uzumir, Latifi, Belter, Manawet, Rakic. There you go, man. Fun man. Should be good, and we'll be out there. We'll be in Sweden uh, because Nick obviously sold it on the show a couple of weeks ago. He's where he's going to be getting his second wife from. That's right. Absolutely. Wife number two is coming up. Mm. Um, UFC two three six this weekend. Feels forever like we've had since we've had a pay per view. Fucking hell! When was the last time we had a big pay per view event? Well, March. Yeah, I suppose we've had London in between, haven't we? That's that were our yeah. own pay per view. Uh, but Max Holloway stepping up in weight to take on Dustin Poirier. Uh, this is the rematch. Poirier subbed him. If you remember in the first bout, I think if my memory serves me correctly, that, that was Max Holloway's UFC debut. Max's fourth fight. Yeah, fourth fifth fight. I think as he, a pro. he took it on like one or two weeks' notice, uh, and he was subbed out. Uh, in that fight. This is uh, Poirier at lightweight. Uh, sorry, Poirier at lightweight has beaten Showtime and uh, Alvarez since he stepped up. This is Max's first uh, step up with him being the champion at the weight category below. Yep. It's a great fight. Both men are very different fighters to that first fight that we saw. I think it's 10 years ago. 2010, something like that. 2012 is when yeah. it was. Yeah, it's a weird one because obviously Max has given up the featherweight belt and Dustin's obviously fought a featherweight previously. So I don't think size will be necessarily a factor. But um, it's weird that the featherweight champion is having to... Do you know what he's doing now? He's doing the one thing that fucking Demetrius Johnson didn't do. We told him yeah, to do it. He's right? going and, after greatness. And this is how Max Holloway will, this weekend, hopefully, the, the rest of the world will start waking up to the one thing I've been saying for the last 18 months. This is the best guy in the UFC. This is the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the sport. I just want to say something. I've just looked at the clock of the show... We are nearly half an hour in, and this is the first time that we're actually talking about some something proper. Yeah. Uh, so if this, if this is the first time you've ever listened to Fight Disciples, I apologise for that. It's just <laughs> there were a bit of there wasn't much to review. Normally we review the weekend previous. We just fucking slagged everything. Yeah. There wasn't much to review, sadly, the weekend previous. So we've just had half an hour of ranting. Now we'll get stuck into some good stuff. This is good this weekend. It is Max Holloway, Dustin Poirier two is a belter. Max Holloway, this is the first step towards defining his legacy. Well, as the pound-for-pound best fighter in the sport. And the, and the best thing about it, I know that he's been ill, injured, coming back. The Ortega fight was a, was art. Smoke it was show. absolute artistry. Ortega, everybody knows what I felt, felt about Brian Ortega going into this. I thought that he might be able to make an inroad into Holloway. I thought he'd give him a lot more of a fight than he ended up doing so. Again, we talk about levels in all different types of fight sports. Max Holloway on that night was a joke. He was yep. that good. And if he brings that Max Holloway to this fight, then we're going to be looking at a guy that could soon be um, a champ champ, maybe going for a champ 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 champ. Well, this is the interim belt, so straight after this, he's got to get his shot, hasn't he? You know? mm. so, um, but he's, he's facing Poirier, who's probably in the form of his life as well. Yeah. Poirier's got wins over Pettis, Gaethje, and Eddie Alvarez, which the, the, the other two, Geishi and Pettis, look red hot right now after yeah. the wins they've just the, pe- had. the Pettis one, yeah, definitely. Fucking hell, plus Pettis has just had that massive win up at welterweight. So it, it, it's a great opponent for, Poirier, for for both these guys. You know, Poirier gets to defeat the current featherweight champion. Max gets revenge, but also against a, a legit lightweight. They both, the interim belts on the line. It's It's got all the ingredients for an absolute mm. belter. Beautiful thing about it as well, if you're not a mixed martial arts fan and you only listen to his name because you listen to boxing or boxing show and you come across and you just think these lads are a bit of a laugh and we'll have a little bit of listen to what they've got to say on this. This is a striking feast yeah, this at the cracker. weekend. Very different styles in striking. You've got one guy starts fast. You've got one guy that likes to 
build his way into a fight looking for that finish. Yep. I think these styles are going to gel absolutely sexy as fuck. It's going to be perfect. It's it, it honestly it, this this can't be a bad fight. It can't be a bad fight. Don't, and don't do it that. Can't. It can't be a bad don't fight. Don't do that. I don't care. It's the like only, no. Gaethje the other week. No. Can't the be a bad fight. He's the only person we can do that we get you, right? Yeah. Don't do this with this. <laughs> I'm now going to be fucking falling asleep during this fight because of you. <laughs> you won't because Max is in that place right now. Max Holloway right now believes 100% he's the best fighter on the planet. He's proved it against, uh, last time out against Ortega, and I think he'll do the same, a similar performance here against Dustin Poirier. I don't mm. think it'll be as one-sided, mm. but ultimately, Max Holloway's fucking legit, I'm mm. telling you now. I wouldn't be surprised if Holloway got a submission win, just to fucking rubber stamp the fact that he wants revenge me, and revenge in style. Yeah, exactly. Right, Sam, well, exactly. The, hang on. Let's go call men there. Oh. Because this is where the jizz is. Here we go. With all due respect, the top, the the, the, the main boys. Maybe that's... this is the best card because you've got the best fighter in the world yeah. in position number one. Mm. And you've got the hottest prospect in the world in position number two. Uh, the core men, it's Gastelum versus uh, Adesanya. First question, is uh, Kevin Gastelum coming to the ring with his belt that he uh, managed to acquire from Henry Cejudo uh, down in Australia when he missed out on fighting for the full belt against Robert Whittaker? I want him to come with the belt. Come with that fake belt. Come with your Colby Covington belt. That's what you need to be doing. <laughs> Come with the belt. Jesus Christ. He's a champ. That's what he says. By default. Mm. He showed up on weight. Yep. Whitaker didn't show up for the fight. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Let's just make sure Kelvin makes weight first and foremost. He, well, he hasn't had a problem at middleweight, mate. Mm. It's only in the weight category below. I seen a picture on Instagram of him yesterday and he looked fucking massive. Massive. Mate, we all look big on Instagram, don't we? All right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about this because Calvin Gastelum, for me, since stepping up in weight, even though we have referred to him on this show on many occasions as a fat welter, which he is, mm-hmm. um, but he has made some real inroads in uh, in middleweight. I mean, he's starch, former world champion, Michael Bispin. Yep. Um, he's had some wonderful To be fair runs. to Bispin, though. No. What the fuck did Bisping take that fight for after, get, after, after getting, GSP. after getting beat by GSP? Takes a fight within thirty it's days. Bisping though, he's a fucking nutcase, yeah, mate. He's crazy man, gangster, isn't he? But he's got that big win over Tim Kennedy, a big win over Jacare Souza, both fucking top middleweights, fully formed middleweights. So Calvin Gaston could have some of the best hands in the middleweight division. I think he does, but I think Adesanya's got some of the best feet. Well, <laughs> well Adesanya, if you if you came to MMA late, came to the UFC late and you missed out on Anderson Silva during his legacy defining reign as champion when people were like, oh my God, this guy's the GOAT. Well, you're almost getting to see it again with Adesanya because the shit Adesanya does, it's kind of like the shit Anderson Silva was doing 10 mm. years ago. And on the fight that Adesanya's just had with Silva, I think he will have learned an awful lot. I think yeah. post-fight, we, we heard him speaking about maybe regretting not pulling the trigger on his hero. He will not be as nice uh, to Kelvin Gastelum at the weekend. If nope. he smells blood, if there's an opportunity, he will go for it and he will become the interim champ. Yeah, I think he will. I think uh, Gastelum might... Gastelum's got to take him to dark places because no one's been able to do that with Adesanya. But I think Adesanya... How do you do that? Do you, start, do you, do you have to start fast with him? You, you, you close the distance, you shoot on him, you take him down, you beat, him, you beat the shit out of him on the ground if you can. Problem is, no one's been able to hold Adesanya down. No one's been able to do that because Adesanya is so good at striking distance. He's so good at judging distance that if you shoot on him, he'll take a step back and make you pay for it. And I think Gastelum is going to realise what it's like up against a big, heavy-hitting, fully-fledged middleweight here. Even though we've said that before with Gastelum, even though we've said, oh, my God, this is the middleweight that's going to that's gonna do. Um, 
I think Adesanya's just Adesanya's like a light heavy coming down where Gaslam, I don't care what you say, will always for me be a fat welterweight. Mm. So you even though he's brilliant. So what you say? Adesanya finish. Holloway Within submission, Alessandra. Adesanya finish. Probably, you know what? It's probably going to be late. Probably going to be about four or five. Our betting partner doesn't get beat in round. So if you're going to pick a round, you're. What did you say there? You said late. I'd said late. I'd, I'd say Adesanya probably for the finish. Probably about round four, just because Gastelum's a tough dude. Um, but then again, I wouldn't be surprised if it went early either. I wouldn't be surprised if Gastelum got smoked in the first or second round, Two just seconds. because that aggressiveness. Is uh, could could catch up with them? I agree with you. First point. I think it, I think we might get two maybe uh, four rounders. Yeah, two four round finishes. The sub and a finish. Is that what you, well? I, you can go for the sub if yeah. that's what you want to go for. I'm just going to go for the finish. Are you going the same way though, Holloway and I'd, I'd, be, I'd be very surprised with the performance that Max Holloway put in against Ortega. If there's a if there's such a big slip in that standard. Yep. If he brings that standard to this fight, he wins it. Yep. And he wins it by putting on a clinic one more time. Yep. Um, yeah, Adesanya, you've got to back Adesanya, haven't you? If you don't back Adesanya, what are you even following the sport for? <laughs> You're a fucking mentalist. Yeah, man, it's a romantic. We want this guy to be amazing. Uh, Anders versus Roundtree. Crack and fight. Khalil's one of your boys, man. Yeah, man. You can't be backing against him, can you? No, definitely not. I'll never back against Khalil, even though I probably have many times in the past. <laughs> but uh, it, it's a bit of a back against the wall fight because obviously Khalil got lit up by Johnny Walker, didn't he, with that elbow? So. He's really looking to bounce back and bounce back in style because he was on the best run of his UFC career prior to running to Johnny Walker. Eric Anders, you know, can't put two wins together at the moment. So I fancy my boy Khalil to get the job done here and get it done in style. Could be a lot of finishes on this card. Mm. Well, what else is taking your fancy? Alan Juban. Uh, I like the look after the welterweight. I'm just disappointed he was. he's still not fighting Danny Roberts. That fight was been made and pulled a couple of times. I think Danny Roberts deserves a big fight like that after getting robbed last time out of a of a decision. But OSP against Nikita Krylov as well, um, which kicks off this main card, another light heavyweight match. You know, how can you not like Nikita Krylov? He's just a fucking absolute warrior. Yeah, but how can you not like OSP? OSP keeps giving us these OSP chokes now. It's not the Von Flew choke, it's the OSP chokes. The OSP, yeah. We've seen him get starched on a couple of occasions. Jimmy starched him in Manchester. We've seen him do the exact same thing. Yep. I'm just into the OSP train, man. I kind of like the dude. He brings you something every single fight, whether it's him on the receiving end or him doing something mad in the it's fight. never going a distance. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. How can you not like his fights? Yeah, well, I do. That's like why his he's still. That's why he's still here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he fought yeah. John Jones, and he had. Did he have a broken arm in that fight when he fought Some John Jones? Like that. Yeah, yeah, for the interim belt. Yeah, but he's. You know, he very rarely goes the distance, even though he went the distance with John Jones. But um, he usually bro- he had a broken arm. Usually day. with OSP, some some bullshit kind of happens. So. Um, that is a fun. The whole main cards are fun main cards. I'll be honest with you. Mm. Um, there's loads on it. It's a fucking cracker. But it's the two. It's all about the title fights at the top. To be honest, it's all about whoa, the fact whoa, that- whoa! Don't you start title fights. The interim belts, right? There are champions elsewhere. That's true. They are not title fights, are no. they? No. Well, it's weird why. I, I kind of get why they've made this a middleweight interim belt because Bobby Knuckles is still recovering, Fine. so he's I'm out of that. order. Because Bobby Knuckles would have been fighting. One of these two, of course, probably Gastelum. Absolutely, but it's a bit baffling why Holloway and Poirier's made an interim belt when there's absolutely nothing. Well, saying that the lightweight champions suspended at the yes, moment. Yes, there you go. Okay, so there you go. Okay, yeah. I was going to say because Khabib, there's fuck all wrong with Khabib, but he's actually under suspension. So, okay, I get it. I'm down for it now. Are Signed you? off, ticked. You're in two medal interim title fights. Let's do it. Interim. But these could quite easily be title full, fully fledged title fights. Yeah, but as they're well. not. Let's not, let's not confuse our people. Let's not confuse the lovely audience that decide to listen to us on a week by week basis. Yeah. 
They're not. You don't get a prize for second place, do you? No. And, they, and these two fights are to set up who is the second best middleweight or lightweight in the world. No, you don't. Quite See? happy with See? that. See, that's why you're getting paid the big bucks. Quite happy with that. There you that. go, layman's terms. Uh, thank you very much for listening to us. Absolute pleasure. Make sure you stay up in the early hours. If you can't stay up in the early hours, make sure you're all over our social media feed because we'll keep you up to date with it and point you in the right direction of which fights to go and watch uh, from UFC 236 at the weekend. At Fight Disciples on Facebook and Twitter, at The Fight Disciples uh, on Instagram. Please subscribe to us. I know that sounds a little bit beggy, but if you subscribe to us, write a little bit of a... Uh, don't mouth it like that. Is beggy a word? Yeah, beggy's a word. Is it be- is beggy a word? Yeah. It sounds a little bit beggy. Beggy's not a word. It does. That knows- It's not a fucking word. It's is not it? real. I know it sounds a little bit beggy. It sounds a bit needy, is what you should be saying, not beggy. Just write us a review, will you, please? Much appreciated. Um, thank let us for- know what you think about bare knuckle boxing as well. Shite. <laughs> and at, wrestling. At Fight Disciples. <laughs> We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.